This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now, Fox and Stallion is offering special director's commentary to all Fable and Folly Plus supporters, still entirely ad-free. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. So, this is it, right? Blakely Park? Oh, yes. The large white mansion there. That's the Crimea Estate. Oh, that's the Crimea Estate. I always thought that was a savings and loan building. Why would you assume that? Any fancy building I haven't been invited into is a savings and loan building to me. The Victoria and Albert Museum? Savings and loan. Drury Lane? Savings and loan. Buckingham Palace? The First Bank of England. Huh. How's my hat? Accentedly popped. My ascot? Roguishly askew. Well then, I'd say we're ready. You said Madge is... On her way. She said she had to make a stop, but would be here by nine, and it's almost... (laughs) Told you tits I'd make it. I'm sorry, ma'am. We're uh, waiting for someone. Oh my god, Hampton, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, Madge, is that you? (gasps) I love the dress. Yeah, I had to stop by the hospital to rifle through their lost and found. All of my dresses are too noticeable, if you know what I mean. Excellent luck they had that wig as well. No, the wig's mine. Sometimes it's nice to try bangs as a good reminder. You don't want to keep this up every day. Now, Hampton, why do you look like a newsboy? We said we'd come in a disguise, and this is my disguise. Uh, Brit Kensington's the name, and don't let the Scottish accent fool you. I'm a London boy through and through. Uh, although... I did grow up summering in the north with me mother. She had to move back to take care of her father, who had the consumption, and used it as an opportunity to passively separate from my da. She didn't think he'd realise, but he did. He realised right away. Oh, da. Bulletproof. You hear me, Brick Kensington? Bulletproof. And you... I am but a humble city sanitation worker, ma'am. And with an ascot, no less. Must we reserve style for none but the upper echelons of society? Yeah, yeah, pocket squares for all. So, no name for you? George. So, to be clear, we're about to enter the Crimea estate as George, the egalitarian sanitation worker, and Brad... Brit. Kensington. Right. Well, at least we were on time. And what may we call you, ma'am? Well, considering this is now the first time in history that being dressed as a gentleman's wife has been the wrong choice, I have no idea. That's not necessarily true. You two could still pretend to be husband and wife. Mm. Already did it last night. And I missed it. We tried our best to make it work. We got a divorce. Getting more common these days. 
All right, how about I'm an independently wealthy, eligible bachelorette, daughter of an obscure war hero. That's brilliant. Wonderful. So what? Ah! Ah! That was my... Quick, that banker's headed straight for the front door. Now's our chance. All right, let's go. Say, Madge, if you didn't know this was the Crimea estate, what would you think it is? You know, up until last night, I thought it was the Savings and Loan building. Oh, banker's in. Let's go. How's the shoulder? It fucking hurts. Fox and Stallion by Ian Gears and Lauren Grace Thompson. Part 4. The Case of the Associates of Gentlemen. Welcome to the Crime Area Estate, where all your dreams are just... Wait a tick. Brett Kensington's the name, and don't let... Don't I know you, miss? Like hell you do. Ah, uh, no. No, madam. That would be impossible. I'm but a poor, eligible daughter of a now-deceased general. It's best if you don't follow up for more details, as the death of my father is very fresh, and once the tears start, they will not turn off. I'm George. Okay. We are associates of the gentleman who... Yes, the gentleman banker you just admitted to your lovely home. Yes, that gentleman. We're his associates. Kate, is this all for the open house? Are these the volunteers? No, Miss Sazerac, they're associates of... Associates of gentlemen. We're a... A group of like-minded and well-intentioned enthusiasts of, of volunteering. We love to volunteer and we love to do it as a group. And we call ourselves the Associates of Gentlemen. Because every gentleman needs an associate. They certainly do in my experience. Please, right this way. And Kate, where did you say Mr. Hastings was waiting? East Library, ma'am. Thank you. By the way, Kate, that girdle, it's doing wonders for your posture. You'll be on upstairs crew in no time and or three to six months. Now, gentlemen and lady, if you please, follow me. Now, Mum, you look familiar. Have I seen you before? Father's a war hero. That must be it. I love wars. Two more years of night school, Kate. Two more years. Oh. This is Master Crimeria's study. The protocol is, once we knock, to be very quiet, as Master Crimeria does not like to raise his voice to invite us in. Why can't he... Is it a condition or is it a choice? It's a choice. Thank you. That was it. After you, please. Master Crimeria, may I introduce the Associates of Gentlemen, our wonderful volunteers. I'm Brett Kensington. Daphne. Curtain. Globarb. Pangea. Daphne Curtain, Globarb, Pangea. Father was German. And a war hero. That is correct. George. Indeed. And with that, I must attend to some... 
business in the East Library? Excuse me. Else catch how suspicious that business sounds. Three shillings, that's where that banker is. First chance one of us gets, we should go check it out. If only we knew where the East Library was. Hampton, it's East. I'll do it. I got a plan. You, you do? do? Sort of. Just stop whispering. Volunteer. Volunteer. Encyclopedia Britannica defines volunteer as to submit or offer of your own free will. Yes? Do you know the first time in recorded history the word volunteer was used? It was the 1600s. In France, of all places. Volunteer. (laughs) Nearly unrecognisable. It originally referred to offering oneself up for military service to be of service to put yourself between danger and a cause an institution an ideal a home an expectation a man that is why you are here today to offer yourself up for the betterment of something greater than yourself and for that gentlemen and lady For that, I thank you. You're welcome. I have to go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. Good plan. Oh, I was being serious. You have to... Use the bathroom. To go to the bathroom. To relieve myself, as it were. Not quite sure what Encyclopedia Britannica has to say about it, but you get the point. Indeed I do. Oscar? Yes, boy. No! Has he been there the whole time? Yes, I knew that. Of course. Please escort Miss Pangea to the washroom. Right this way, madam. Your piss chariot awaits. I'd rather go alone. Trust me, you will be. I'm just going to take you to the loo. Oh, no, it's just a gentleman I'm not acquainted with walking an elegant bachelorette to the washroom. I mean, what would people say? Uh, He seems nice. No, no, I understand. People will talk. They always talk. The washroom is down the hall and to your left, in between the portrait room and the gallery. Huh, so must a theme. And with that, I'm off. Don't be long, Miss Pangea. And if you do happen to find yourself lost, just scream. Someone's bound to hear you. Of course. Mr. Crimeria, gentlemen, adieu, adieu, adieu. Miss Daphne? Sorry, loud door. Governor. Yes, it's a statement door. Because every exit is the opportunity for a new beginning. And thus, a big boom. Mine does that too, but it's just an old flat. Gentlemen, can I interest you in a drink? Sure. Oscar, four please. Let's get down to business. Right, Madge, time to snoop. And if you do happen to find the loo, even better. Ah, uh, shit, shit, shit. Hello, suit of armor. Exactly. And I'm sure of it, you know. How can you tell? I fall in love very easily. I just know, you know. Damn it, Madge. Don't get sucked into the gossip. Just. Oh, come on. Wait. 
The loo. Can I make it? Oh, fuck it. Yes, I can. That's what the molasses is for. If it was just a bullet's milk, it wouldn't hold. And how often does your husband use it? I mean, at this point, it's an every time kind of thing. And what does he love it? All right. Time to investigate this washroom, starting with your gold toilet. With uh, potpourri. Ugh, you would. Hold on a tick. A peephole behind the potpourri. Fucking rich people. Well, here goes nothing. Oh, fuck me, that's good brandy. Thank you, George. Thank you. Now... You're in my study, you've drunk my brandy, you've answered my call, so I must ask, what is it that possesses you to be part of the Crimea family legacy? Well, truth be told, we heard you had your family jewels stolen and figured you needed all the help you could get. Sorry, didn't mean to speak the quiet part out loud. Uh, what George here means, Master Crimea, is that... uh... What George here means is to tell me the truth, Mr. Kensington. So you need us to find out who took your family's jewels? Oh, look at you. No, luckily, even without that very handy Mr. Holmes in town, the culprit managed to be caught geriatrically handed, though the jewels themselves remain at large. So you want us to find your family's jewels? (laughs) Calder. Oscar. Boss. Saddle. Heard. You, gentlemen, and lady who is physically absent, have graciously given up your time, energy, and bodies for the most fruitful pursuit there is. Oscar, the supplies. For you see, gentlemen, inside these pristine maplewood boxes is where you come in. Feel free. Open up your little surprises. And don't worry, Miss Pangea is waiting here for her once she returns. Not as discreet as I'd like, but sure. Now, what do we see here? To dampen the amount of attention an acquisition of this magnitude could garner, you understand. That Sazerac bird and the banker. Get stuffed, James and Hampton. Oh, 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 oh. that does sum it up. But Master Crimea is insistent on not losing the momentum he and your firm had simply because of the death of his parents and the theft of his jewels. <laughs> so, I have for you signed copies of the land acquisition agreement, the contract of demolition, the contract of construction, and, of course, the insurance policy on the Crimea's jewels, which are still at large. Oh, great. Jargony documents. I'll just need your signature here, here, and here. Initial there. Apologies, there. And voila! Thank you, Mr. Hastings. I do believe we are now one step closer to bringing our city and the Crimea household into the 20th century. Now, shall we have a toast? I know it's a tad early, but we've got gin, whiskey, vodka, No, 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 no! Come on, you git! Come back closer to the goddamn people! You know, it's not every day a woman of my profession gets to have one-on-one time with a real, live... Banker. God, why don't peepholes work for hearing? Oh, well, yes, of course. The chest is currently in the West Game Room by the study. Perhaps after our... Not today, I guess. No! 
Where is he going? Where is he going? Where is he going? Why is the wall turning? Why is the wall turning? Why is the wall? Excuse me. Uh, hello. Daffy Lavatory you got there. I see you've discovered how sensitive the wood panelling can be, miss. Pangea. Daphne Pangea. Daphne Pangea, yes. Can I make you a drink, Miss Pangea? I hope you don't mind the early hour. Never been one to appease the hour. <laughs> Saddle me up, Miss Sazerac. Excellent. Martini? Neat parlor trick. You should see what I can do with balloons. Like children's balloons? If you're interested. I'm not... Not interested? Come, take a seat. It's nice and warm by the fire. I actually would love a seat at this strong, sturdy table. No! (laughs) You'll have to forgive the mess of paperwork. Don't move it. I've always been a fan of cluttered workspaces. These are just some highly sensitive documents. Well, lucky for you, Miss Sazerac, I can't read. Oh. Miss Pangea, are you familiar with the Japanese art of shunga? Or as it's commonly referred to here in London, Edo period woodblock erotica? Oh, yeah. Old hobby of mine. But please explain it to me anyway. The subjects can change from woodblock to woodblock, but the intention is always the same. To inspire the body. So, Miss Pangea, care to be inspired? The things I do for my hobbies. As I've told the papers, Mr. Kensington... Call me Brett. I absolutely shan't. All right, then. The robbery of my parents' jewels has left me understandably betrayed, beleaguered, and bereft. The night of their theft was equally as devastating to me as the night I simultaneously lost both my dear mother and father, and to be stolen by none other than Eliza Fletchley, whom I loved almost like my very own housekeeper. Do you know she was the one who told me about my parents' untimely deaths? And and this is how I'm repaid. That is nearly exactly how you are quoted in the papers. Thank you. Has it ever occurred to you that maybe Eliza Fletchley didn't, in fact, steal the jewels? If she cared for you that much, that is? Oh, George. (laughs) Sweet George. As much as I would like to believe Eliza's innocence, I have already begun a long and arduous grieving process over the matter, and I simply cannot give up the progress I've made on that journey and the offhand chance that an innocent woman may hang for the mistake. You understand, don't you? Sure. Well, now that I've achieved that emotional catharsis for the day and answered all of your nosy little questions about the theft, which has nothing to do with why you're here... There's no need to wait on ceremony. Gentlemen, open your kits. Oh, thank you, sir. I'm sure this will be of great use to... Oh. Costume masks. How... uh... Thoughtful. Oh, that's not all, Brit. We also got these adorable trunks. Oh, didn't see mine at first. Adorable. 
I assume size small will suffice. Of course, they won't be needed until the event itself, as I'm sure you're aware. Right, because this is where we come in? No offence, but I don't see myself coming in anything that small. You never think you can. But you always do, as I've already discussed with your associates. Yes, our associates. The associates of the associates of gentlemen. You and whatever remaining assets that you bring along will be compensated quite generously for your service in this matter after the event. However, discretion is of the utmost importance. You remember how the press became absolute vultures after the simultaneous, though entirely routine, deaths of my parents in their sleep last month. Uh, The standard is the worst. Therefore, I will depend on you to be prompt and arrive with all of your eager assets, as we previously discussed, in hand and on time. Right. And those assets would be... Oh, Mr. Kensington, I do so appreciate your folksy, lower-class trickery-related northern humour. Your organisation was highly rated for its efficiency and secrecy, but no one relayed the degree of cheekiness to expect. I know that you know that I know exactly what assets I speak of, and know you only deliver the highest quality, most singular, and most desperate assets that are available. Sure. Don't forget the bird. The what? The third. I thought he said bird. He said third. Third was the word. That's what I heard. Miss Pangea, the third member of their little party. The one who's been gone a suspiciously long time. Plus, you're right. Uh, Gentlemen, is Miss Pangea commonly indisposed for this amount of time? She has toilet-related narcolepsy. Oscar? Would you mind checking in on Miss Pangea? Oh, no need. I'm sure if we just wait a few more minutes, she'll be right in. Then you can tell us exactly what it is we're supposed to be doing with the the spicy accoutrement. Yes, mm, but you see, I don't like repeating myself. It's a Crimea thing. Really? Why not? Oscar? If you please. Now, who... On earth, could that be Oscar? Uh, Sazerac's dealing with the business in the East Wing. Before you find Miss Pangea, answer the door, shoo away any solicitors, and hand out comment cards if it's to the press. Oh, we ran out of comment cards. Blast. If it was anything important, I'm sure they'd ring the bell. Admirable effort. Can't believe that didn't work. Wait, Oscar, I'm sure Miss Pangea is... Hello? Right there, see, right there! No need to go searching because she's right there. Nothing suspicious at all. Thank God I was able to find you all. I've been searching every room along the hallway. Yes, and I'm glad you're back too. Me, Britt Kensington. As am I, your best friend. Complete stranger. New best friend, George. Yes. Now, you'll find the Maplewood box on the table there is for you. Feel free to take a gander inside. So, Miss Pangea, any questions? Uh, nope. Excellent! Now, if you don't mind, I'm late to my appointment of staring into the fire and contemplating my family's legacy. Yes, of course, absolutely. Associates? Oh, 
And Mr. Kensington, while I do agree that the Standard is a disgusting paper, I do always keep a keen eye to the times. I'm always watching, if you know what I mean. The times. Sure thing. Shall we? <laughs> Oscar! Why aren't you getting the door? Well, I'd say that was a rousing success. So glad you think so too, but what exactly are you referring to? Well, we didn't immediately get thrown out, and our disguises seem to work impeccably. And we have a clue. A clue that may actually have something to do with the case. Exactly. Side note, I'm starting to think that maybe we should be looking into his parents' death, right? Oh my god, yes. If you didn't say it, I was gonna. Wait, where are we going? Why don't we let you lead? Because, Madge, my detectational impulses are tingling again. I have a tonic for that. Well, I just figured while we're here, why not follow our noses over to the scene of the crime? Second floor games room, right? Hampton, love the enthusiasm, but we've already lucked our way out of one breaking and entering situation this weekend. I don't know if the universe is going to give us another win like that. Funny. Ah, I thought I was working with the same mad stallion who saved the Tuppenson's library by solving the mystery of the overdue late fees at the age of 12. It was really just a matter of messy accounting, but also how dare you! Let's do this. I love getting a peek into your little childhood history. It really makes me feel included. Sorry. Right, I'll live. Now, let's hurry before anyone sees us. Ooh, uh, apologies. Sorry, hello. Oh, sorry, Miss Sazerac. Wait, what are you doing up here? Um, well, you see, uh, Kate, right? Uh, we actually met earlier when you let us in. We were just trying to find our way out, and... Uh... So you went up the stairs? Yes? To get a better vantage point. From up high, you can really just get the full layout of this very beautiful estate. Impressive square yardage. Real old money quality. And you can feel it. Right. Well, since you're not Miss Sazerac, this girdle's coming off. Oh. Wasn't your voice different earlier, Mr. Crambleton? Nope. It's always sounded like this. Brit Kensington, at your service. Lassie. Sorry, I'm no good with names. Some people say that's no excuse and I should pay more attention, but I don't I don't think that's right. Okay, I should call Miss Sazerac. Please, no! There's no need for all that. Why? Because we're detectives, Kate. Oh, like Holmes and Watson? Yes, sort of. It's a bit like... Well, you know how in stage plays there are understudies? A bit yes, a bit no. Not really time to explain. That's Hampton, that's James, and I'm... Madge! What? She just said she's no good with names. That's true. It's not one of my strong suits. I do play the flute, though. Well, that's real good for you, Kate. Real fucking ducky. Now... We're here looking into the theft of the jewels from the other night, and I'm sorry to say, but if you don't tell us what we want to know, then you could be held as an accomplice to theft. That's at least two and a half years in prison, so think carefully about your next move. So, Mr. Crimeria hired you? Well, let's just say the person who hired us doesn't think Eliza could have done this, and to be honest, neither do we. But the police seem to have made up their minds, so it's down to us and you, Kate, to make sure an innocent woman doesn't get hanged for something she 
didn't do. We're not here to steal or get you in trouble or anything like that. We just want to take a look at the scene of the crime and see if there's anything that could clear her name. What do you say, partner? It's not right what happened. I tried to tell them that night, but they told me they had proof, so... Is there anything you remember from the night that might be able to help? Somewhere in the few hours before the event, perhaps? (sighs) Not really. We had a lot of temporary workers in to fill the staffing shortages, not to mention the guests, so there were plenty of people I didn't know getting their fingers in things. Caterers, close-up magicians, a man from the bank. A man from the bank? Why would a man from the bank come to a charity auction? He said he had some documents to deliver about the jewels. Miss Sazerac had me show him up to the second-floor study. And when was this? Uh, oh, we were setting up before the guests arrived, so maybe 6.30. Ah, no, 6.31. Very precise. Thank you. Right during the time Oscar took his break, he was left unsupervised on the second floor, near the games room where the jewels were stolen. Fantastic! Kate, this is fantastic. A clue, and now a prime suspect. This is... this is perfect! Now, Kate, this is very important. What do you remember about how this man from the bank looked? Oh, uh, about your height, hat pulled low, northern accent. Well, he's in the games room now, you can see for yourself. Wait! The banker from that night is the banker that came here today? Yeah. Uh, Hemmings, Harding... Hastings! Headley. Hastings, I got it too. See? You're bad with names too. And you're a detective. It's not like you don't pay attention. I genuinely don't know how I'm supposed to respond to that. Kate, thank you so much for your help. Gents, let's go. Sorry, which way? Third door on your left. Third door left. Thank you. Oh, all right. Let's do this girdle again. All right, Madge, if you could just move your shoulder a bit to the left. Oh, yes, there he is. You can actually see him through the door crack? Great eye. What's he doing? It looks like he's on the move. Which way is he going, then? It looks like he's coming right in our... We just all had to lean on the door, didn't we? Oh, Madge, are your elbows made of rot steel? Good God, woman. I will not apologise for my hard elbows to you or anyone. Uh I've got him. I've got the suspect. Now, excuse me, sir. We need to ask you a few... Ow! He's getting away. Get up. James, give chase. Me? Why me? Damn my pride, because your legs are longer. Just go. Right want to interrupt, but why am I not an option here? I've got a clear two inches on James. All right, fine. Madge, would you like to give chase? I mean, not really, but it's nice to be asked, isn't it? It is. All right, what if we all give chase at once and may the best man win? Oh, learn back again. Shall we? There he is. We've almost got him. See, you're shorter, but that cardio work you've been putting in has really closed the gap. I feel good about it. Oi, Dix! We almost got him. Chase? Inspector Cartwright, I believe you must be mistaken. Brett Kensington, at your service. And I'm... George. Don't worry, Mr. Crimea, I can assure you we will be taking these three roustabouts straight to Scotland Yard. Uh, we we apologise again for their... 
intrusion. Wonderful. James, do you still have your box? You know I do. Madge? Right here. Excellent. Now let's head back to 224B to figure out our next... James? Can I speak to you? I don't know. Can you? Now! Ow! Not the arm! You know those boxes are evidence, right? They're ours. We had them before we went in. Oh, damn. Fair enough. What the hell are you doing here? Oh, are we doing that you pretend to be angry with me to save your reputation game again? Because actually, I found that pretty... No, we're doing the I'm actually incredibly cross with you game. Oh, less exciting. What did I say about leaving the case of the Crimea jewels to me? Well, you basically said I was only good for a fuck and a souffle. You've never even attempted a souffle. They are deceivingly difficult. So now I can't make a souffle? Do you even want to make a souffle? No, but I could. And you don't believe I could. You don't believe I can make a souffle. You don't believe I'm capable of handling a big boy case like this one. That wasn't... James... I am doing everything I can to ensure that the person, the actual person, responsible for this theft sits behind bars. And you're trying to do it all by yourself, without me. Because if you can make a name for yourself while you're at it, then that's the best of both birds. Both thirds? Not third, bird. Bird was the word. Well, that's not what I heard. Well, it's what I said. Birds. Both birds. The ones you're trying to kill with one stone. Right, how badly do you reckon that's going? I think I heard them talking about birds, so that seems like a good sign. I don't know. There are all sorts of birds that are right terrifying, I reckon. Hawks, falcons, pigeons, crows, jackdaw, oh, geese, of course, ducks, ravens. I mean, well, that goes without saying, right? I mean, whew. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... Yeah, no, I think I could go on, honestly. I mean, I think he should. McMurphy, come on. Wait, we're not taking them with us? They apologised and they said they'd never do it again, didn't they? On Once my was enough. Life. See? Now, come on. <sighs> no new evidence. No new perps. It's almost like, what's the point, you know? That was lucky, but why was Archie even here? It turns out our favourite lead inspector's first case happens to also be ours. Oh, come on. The only upside of this ticking clock was that there was no competition. So does that mean he's the twat who arrested Sarah's mum? Does it help that now he's the twat who's trying to prove her innocence? I thought we were the twats who were trying to prove her innocence. Damn it, you're right. We can't let him get there first. What about if... Ow! Son of a... The The banker! Mr. Hastings, come back! Oh, Miss Pangea. Fiorina. Uh, Mrs. Miss... Sazerac, if you'll excuse me. Come back here, Mr. Hastings! You know you were in the lavatory for an awfully long time. A lady never tells. But it was fucking mental. Well, gents, I know that didn't go as well as it could have, but I'd still call it a success. We have practically a full roster of potential suspects. A physical run-in with our main suspect. Yes, and I believe we may have made a promising start toward being inducted into some sort of secret society. So, colour me intrigued. And, finally, my friends, for the very last crown jewel of this day, may I present... A ring? Oh, Hampton, please tell me we didn't go in there to perpetrate a second theft. No, James. I believe this ring will help us solve the first. 
I managed to swipe it off our mysterious banker right as he made his daring escape. Damn! I hate to agree with you, Hampton, but you're right. We didn't do too bad. I don't know. Sounds like Madge did pretty well for herself with one of the aforementioned suspects. Now, back to 224B. We have some clues to decipher. Is one of them going to be why that banker keeps clocking you in the same shoulder? Or who that banker is? Yes and yes. Great new clues to add to the list. So, does it hurt? Yes, it fucking hurts. Fox and Stallion is written and directed by Ian Gears and Lauren Grace Thompson. This episode was sound designed by Sarah Bujinski and original music was composed by Baldemar. This episode featured Jeremy Thompson as Hampton Fox, Chris Fizaraga as James Stallion, Katie McLean Hainsworth as Madge Stallion, Tommy Maloof as Jonathan Crimeria, Tina Munoz-Panja as Sazerac, Sean Fouch as Archie Cartwright, Mike Wee as Oscar, Ian Gears as Constable McMurphy, Jess Ridenour as Kate, and Sarah Price and Sazi Bhakti as the maids. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at 224BBaker or on our website, 224BBaker.com. Join us next time for part five, the case of the Matcha for Kacha. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. After all this time... What time is it again? I feel like the clock stopped. Time was a tennis ball we could bat round the court. Time for distraction too. Time to just sink to the bottom. Time to get to the meat of this meat. Time for Greater Boston Season 4. That's right, on September 13th, Greater Boston returns with new full-length episodes released every other Tuesday. And we're so excited for you to hear it. But also, it's been three years since our last season wrapped, so... We're maybe a little worried that people might have forgotten about us. So we're asking for you to help spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers and classmates, tell your cat, tell your local subway busker. But politely and without interrupting their performance, point is, now is a good time to share your love for Greater Boston on Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram and TikTok and wherever else you, you know, post things. Then come back on September 13th when Greater Boston Season 4 officially begins.